We ain't got clout No diamond rings, no trout No silent streams, but we've Got lots of things to say Cause we've got nothing Hello and welcome to a very calm, very relaxing, mm-hmm. very low energy in a good way, laid back vibe oh, yeah. kind of episode. Today, it's a solo Kai and DJ podcast. Oh, right? I just realized we could probably turn up the mics. Oh, we could turn <laughs> Ben's not here. People won't be in their cars Having to turn up at certain points and then and turn, turn it, it all the way down yeah. at other points. Yeah. Uh, ben isn't here because he... Uh, he has to work at his big box retailer store and which, that everyone knows by now where he works at. No, we've never said the name of. We've never said the name, but... Right. So no one know. knows. Everyone's, I'm kind of proud of you guys for that part, <laughs> even though everyone knows where he works. Yeah, but like we haven't said the name. Everyone should know. It's a hard mystery to solve. Oh, yes. Sherlock um, Holmes probably can't solve this. No, one. of course not. Uh, I've told people to write it on the Instagram to guess where Ben works, and no one's done it. And it's not yeah, because... Because it's too hard. They can't even guess. Right. And not because no one interacts no one, with yeah, our no Instagram. It's definitely because no yeah. one can crack the Like, case. you remember when we did questions? Yeah, I was and going... we didn't get any questions. On the Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty, that was really rough. <laughs> Although that was like, I mean, golly, Deej, we were like, what, 30 followers deep at that point. Yeah, at that point, That yeah. was, that was like. I think we're almost at 100 now. We're past 100. Well, on Instagram, I mean on the podcast, I think we're at 100. Followers? Yeah. Like, on the like podcast? subscribers. <gasps> or, yeah, whatever it's called. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't know that. That's yeah, because really... everyone in Belgium is definitely helping out. Really? Belgium? Yeah. I don't know who that is. Um, wow. I don't know when this has come out, but I kind of roasted Belgium a little bit. Oh, gosh, yeah. I, well, well, the airport. Mm-hmm. So I guess technically. Well, it wasn't really it's a not roast. not really Belgium. It's more just like, why do you only have sparkling water okay. and no waffles? If you airport? haven't had the chance, dear listeners, to uh, listen. I'm kind of thinking I'm going to post this first. Okay, next episode. <laughs> 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 the next episode. Uh, keep your ears open, except for those in Belgium who are really yeah, helping close our your podcast. Ears. Yeah, you guys, Belgium, close your ears. You guys are doing great. And everyone else, keep yours open uh, for a sick Belgium roast by yeah. DJ Boys. Oh, yeah. I, uh, there is, bars. There's a roast league in Tampa. That's where a bunch of comics roast each other for money and glory. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, too, um, for this roast league, sure. is there a roast to eat? You know, honestly, there. that would be really good. The last one, there was mm-hmm. a woman who was selling charcuterie in a cone. I feel like that's the opposite of roast. No, it is. <laughs> yeah, because you're not, it's not cooked. It's all raw. Yeah, yeah. it's all raw <laughs> and sweaty. I want like someone. A nice... Oh, I'm going to misquote a joke here. Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was on the internet. Someone was like, yeah, I'd love a charcuterie board. Please put room temperature meats and cheeses. On oh, a yeah. wooden board. Oh, and they're mm. super expensive too. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Pay more money for that <laughs> hot meat. Not even hot. It's like warm. I don't know, man. We, uh, the last year of my college experience, my roommate and I would mm-hmm. just go way too hard on charcuterie boards. Oh, yeah. And we've only made, I, I, I'll have to text her because we made this like alpha omega charcuterie board. Yeah. And it was decimated in mm-hmm. like five minutes. That's the thing with charcuterie boards is like, you have to like get it done and get it done quick. Cause you gotta one get that's it right, been, though. Yes, and one that's been left out for too long, you're like, this is a lunchable gone bad. Oh yeah, so it's kind of funny we talk about charcuterie boards right now because the job they have revolves mostly around charcuterie boards. Mm-hmm. With, like so, whenever we do, because I work on sailboats now. Okay, let's really yeah. This is by the way this this episode this is, is like a chill, update. cool time. This is really just like a like a laid back. Yeah. Kinda, no topic. No topic because like free formed. Yeah. You know, feel uh, the vibes. We're <laughs> really getting that like Can purple that be what mellow we call this? Yeah. color. Maybe we'll get into like a little red later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Dabble on a green. Yeah. This is the kind of episode you listen to like to just like chill in your bed. Yeah. And, like, fill our auras. A know? lazy Sunday. A little massaging. Yeah. Join us. Yeah. You Everybody. Know, talk back. <laughs> 
really get into the conversation here. <laughs> Talk to yourself. What's your uh, favorite charcuterie board? Favorite charcuterie board? Well, uh, I just meant to the listener. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't even talking to you. See, they're, they're here. Ben isn't here, so we have to have someone else <laughs> and it's a listener. When Ben's gone, I kind of fill in that space of like randomness. That is true. I will say, um, when we first started doing the podcast, obviously I've known Ben forever, you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, like I know what our dynamic is in present form in a room. But when you record something, you're like, oh, you get this great kind of third perspective you never yeah. got before. And I guess I always kind of figured we were a lot more normal than we are. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> I knew I keep telling people I'm weird and they're like, You're not weird. And I'm like, that's just because I'm quiet. Yeah. yeah. I haven't said any true voice that was in my head. Well, you do around Ben and I. And I think that's yeah. that's why the podcast uh, you know, we're, we're always yeah, so happy to have you. Because you don't live here anymore. You live in no, Key West. No, yeah, I live in saying. Key West now. Um, almost officially. I live on a boat at the moment. Um, which because I'm not complaining a, about at all. You're an actual pirate DJ. Yeah. Well, <sighs> I'm a pirate on like a point one point two million dollar yacht. So I don't, I don't know how much of a pirate you can be on one of those. We're talking about boats and circuitry boards. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. Ben's working minimum wage at a big box <laughs> store. Big box store. And <laughs> probably like complaining about a sciatica or something. Bro, he has a or pinch. Pen, yeah, the yeah pinch he has nerve. a pinch nerve. And we're like, hey, you want to seek help? And he's like, no, he's I like, didn't stretch. I don't need help. Chiropractors ah. are fake. Yeah. He, Which I'm like, he got a point, but at least they make you feel good. I don't have any. I don't know if they're real or fake, but well, I just know when I went, mm-hmm. it I felt good. Right. But I almost wonder if that's like a. Like, it could be like a pseudo yeah, and kind of like like a placebo. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. that thing. So. But like also like every time I pop like I crack my I started it as a joke, mm-hmm. a crack in my knuckles before I go on stage. Yeah. Um, because like when I crack my knuckles, it's loud, and yeah. I think because I'm small, people aren't expecting like this very masculine like kind of yeah, yeah. pop. Yeah. And so. Um, I do it now, like every time and now before you're like, I go on stage. I'm gonna go to work. Yeah, and crack your knuckles. well, and like even now, like I feel better mm-hmm. because I crack them. So I think there's something. I feel to like it's it. a thing because it's. I think it's buildup of like CO2 or something in your joints. Yeah, it's that then air get, that's yeah, making that, that. Yeah, so I don't really know what about mm. chiropractors, but I know when I went, I just felt good afterwards. So. Dude, it's probably fake. I hope it isn't. I've well, I also got a massage, so it could have just been like oh, chiropractor mm-hmm. massage, and then I was like, oh man. Massage has like science to it. Yeah, probably. I don't. I also don't know about. I would that love to do acupuncture. You want to talk about physics? I got you. You yeah. want to talk about health stuff? I didn't take that class. So, what does charcuterie boards have to do with your sailboat? Oh well, so all these. Um, I'm going to say quote unquote rich people because now I've come to realize there's like the rich people mm-hmm. person, like that person that's like uh, like Jeff Bezos, you know, but you don't hear about them. So yeah, but just those like, are the best kind. No. The richest people don't tell you they're rich. Yeah. So yeah. they're kind of cool because I also do jet ski tours and some of them go on jet ski tours and I don't realize they're like, oh, this man's worth $1.5 million. <laughs> well, that's kind of just 1.5. Yeah, just 1.5. Oh no no one point five billion dollars. See that's a My bit bad. that's yeah. a very different. Yeah. I mis- mm-hmm. misquoted you see, that. Yeah. You see that big difference. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So they roll in and like Wait, a million and billion. Those are too huge. Yeah, those are huge. Yeah. Uh, but they rolled in on a on a giant seventy five foot long uh yacht that basically just looked like a hotel. Whoa. On the water. Jeez. Yeah, because I'm staying in a forty five foot yacht and mm-hmm. it made mine look like a dwarf. What is the so I understand that like for like when they go to like Greece or Italy or whatever mm-hmm. like that big of a yacht is huge but why would you want that is it just like having your own home so or this is this is actually that's actually a good question because sure. I've had this question since I've been there because mm-hmm. there's different size y- like yacht well there's yachts which is basically a ship that has three cabins or more. Oh, that's the definition of yes, a yacht? Yes, that's basically the definition. That's like the basic definition of a yacht. So I love that. There's different types of boats. A catamaran is a twin-hold sailboat. That typically. I know, yes. Uh, then you can have a power cat, which is just a catamaran with engines and mm-hmm. no sail. A lot of my friends that I have over there now say those are the dumbest boats because they don't go fast <laughs> and all you're doing is just wasting gas. <laughs> Got it. Because okay. you, you can't, like, because it's... a the plus side of a catamaran sailboat 
is it's more stable in the water because there's twin holes. So mm-hmm. you're more stable and not, you know, rocking around everywhere. Sure. And then you also have the sail. Mm-hmm. So once the wind's high enough, you just pop the sail on. You're not even spending any money to travel. Yeah, that's nice. But if you need a power cat to go from here to Tampa, it's like a six-hour sailing trip. That's all gas all the I, way. I didn't think about the economic. Like, I, yeah, sailing, yeah. would it doesn't cost anything once you get the wind. Yeah, yeah. So well, like, That's kind of environmentally cool. Yeah, like, well, well, I mean, that's why they would do it for, like, centuries. Cause well, you know, before gasoline happened. Yeah, it's just the wind <laughs> pushing you. But, uh, yeah, so I'm just like, well, power cat's kind of stupid. Catamaran's probably the best one to get. They sold me on those. I'm like, that, that's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Mono hulls are also pretty good. You can get one for around like 10 grand now, which mm-hmm. is not super expensive. And in boating terms, in boating terms, yeah. yes, like 10 grand for a I'm boat. I'm a nanny. I can't even afford HBO. Like, yeah, but something you, you can live on. Sure, sure, sure. And then you can travel. It's like basically 10 grand for like a nice RV on the water. Okay. Yeah, that's a cool yeah. way of looking at it. Sure. Yeah. And then you can like dock it anywhere you want and mm-hmm. go to like. Barbados or something. So, oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. But it's, there's just so many different types of boats. So why, 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 how does the charcuterie, a DJ? So, okay, I'm sorry. Get so, me to the charcuts. <laughs> Charcut it up. I know we're being yeah. chill and relaxed, but, uh, but. Basically, when we do a catamaran charter, because that's the com- I'm working for a company that charters catamarans. So if you want to pay like $1,000, mm-hmm. they'll take you out for the sunset tour. Mm-hmm. And you can go see a sunset. They'll cut up a charcuterie board, yeah. make it for you, give you some champagne or beer, depending on what type of quote-unquote rich you are. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> That was it a little depends. triggering. I've been yeah. with I've been with some. Well, some I'm just rich saying folk. you would you would never understand you'd never guess. I'm pretty sure what you, who who picks what. That's well, that's what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. I've been with some rich folk, and I am allergic to grapes, so I yeah. can't have champagne, and like I can't have champagne. And for a while, I was on a lot of meds because I've had medical issues this year, so yeah. I wouldn't I couldn't have liquor because like, yeah, my yeah. stomach was all funky because of my meds. So you're just looking for a beer. So I yeah, it was the only alcohol I could. So consume. what I would tell you mm-hmm. is to bump up that status of that rich person mm-hmm. because the rich rich person is just drinking Bud Light all the time. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I went onto this boat and I felt really bad. I was like, oh gosh, and it was like a ni- it was like the nicest boat because mm-hmm. we'll go out to the sandbar a lot, uh, pals and I, and um. And I got on this boat and people were like drinking champagne, doing shots. I was like, oh, crap. Like, And I turned. I was like, hey, do you just have like beer? Do you have a beer? Mm-hmm. And they were like, ah, yeah. And they came over and it's this beautiful Yeti. And it's just full of beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And like the guy like, who actually owned the boat, that's what he yeah, was drinking. Yeah, probably like half White Claws. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, but he had glass, which Our I trulies. found. Trulies are catching on too. So Trulies, um, I lived in Tallahassee, Florida when seltzer first came onto the scene Mm -hmm. and um because tallahassee is such a huge college crowd and they were trying to gauge if things well and it was i mean cheap like 13 bucks for like a 12 pack like when it first came on the scene and people were giving out free shit and they sponsored like first time i ever had like a ruby grapefruit white claw was at like a frat party you know so it was being advertised as like the beer you can give a girl Mm -hmm. that was like its original pitch yeah, but like, I've also realized too, working, well, now I'm like, I used to work around bars. Now mm-hmm. I like work basically at a bar. Yeah. Because I meet, it, it's like a pool, it's at a resort that I'm staying at too. Mm-hmm. So it's a resort slash marina. I, the boats in the marina are charter boats. So I'm always hanging out there. We always just say, hey, we'll meet you at the bar. Mm-hmm. So that way they're relaxed and kind of have like, you know, a couple of drinks and I'm in food and then they're not cranky. Cranky and yeah. yeah. So we say we meet them at the bar. Being there, a lot of women drinking beer these days. Yeah, I... Um, it's pretty cool. Are you familiar with the term a pick-me? No. So there's this term for women um, that they're like, it's called a pick-me. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a... It's like a rattlesnake. No. <laughs> like a pygmy rattlesnake. It's about the bite. I wish. I think that would be so much better. It's more deadly. Yeah. It well, more venom inside of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So a pick-me is kind of like, it's not a rattlesnake, unfortunately. Oh, uh, it's a term for, for a girl that's like... Oh my gosh! Like boys pick me. Like it's mm-hmm. a girl that will sometimes betray her gender. Oh, like a like a dude bro girl. Yes, but they're like over the top about it. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, I love sports and I love beer and like I just yeah. love hanging out with the guys because like girls are so much drama. But uh-huh. like those are actually the scariest type of women. Mm-hmm. Like a woman who doesn't have other female friends is a woman you have to be afraid it's of. A little terrifying. Well, and like 
inverse of that. Like, I think it's great to have guy friends. I've had, obviously, yeah. you're a guy friend yeah. of mine. I've had guy friends my if whole life. If you only have girlfriends as a guy, you're either very gay or sure. just <laughs> weird. I think uh, the healthiest people have a healthy mix of both. Oh, hello, Josh. Yeah. Hi, Josh. Do you want to say anything on the podcast? We could plug one in for we you. Can, we, well, quick. yeah, you, you want to. What? <laughs> no, okay, well, we'll plug one in. You're being too slow. No, I didn't hear what you said. You don't want to be on the podcast? We can plug a microphone in for you if you want. This is the cool laid back no? okay. episode. It's right. no Ben, no cares, no worries. No like, Because no he's the just... strict one on the podcast. Yeah, because. <laughs> no, because I don't have to be strict now that he's not here. Now oh I my can... gosh. No, you're not strict. No, uh, that's fine. Well, Josh, thank you for giving us literally nothing. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for showing up, Josh. Yeah, it's walking like upstairs in the home you live in. Like, Make oof. sure we'll get you on the health care plan. <laughs> well, I don't need one. I'm already on one. Oh, I'm getting health care. Are you really? Yeah. Good yeah, for I'm you. Two I'm two months away. Wow, that's I'm fantastic. I'm excited, yeah. I've had it for like a year and a half. Wow. I broke my elbow with no With no health care? No health care. Oh. Yeah, I'm paid three grand. Ooh. For just the apparatus, like not even the doctor visits. It was very upsetting. But now I got Cigna. Wow. I know, right? It's great. It's going to be cool. Dude, I learned the hard way mm -hmm. that boys can have daddy issues too. And yeah. mommy issues. A man well, yeah, with no, dude, mommy issues? Most dudes have mom issues. It's it's dangerous. It's very terrifying. It is, but it's sneaky. Because I, I feel the like the clingy mom issues are the worst. Oh, go on. Say. What's a clingy mom issue? Like the the person who always like is like oh like they talk about like if they talk about their mom on the first date a lot. Yeah, it's kind of a red flag right mm -hmm. there. It's a little alarming, mm -hmm. I would say, because that mm -hmm. means when <laughs> either he's still living at home <laughs> or he's like. And like perfectly content about it, not like oh sure. he's living at home and it's like you know just a down part of his life. Like it's like mm -hmm. he's living at home and just purely loving it, and is not planning on moving out. And probably if you guys get together, he would want you to move into the house. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. I want you to meet my mom. Yeah, like it's we've had one drink. Yeah, uh, come yeah. meet the fam, and then be like, oh no, 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 no. I mean, yeah, I, that's uh, where like the mom also like does the dishes for him and like oh, his laundry yeah. still, dude. You would be shocked stuff, at the uh, amount of people my age whose parents are still doing their laundry. That's terrifying. Still doing their laundry. Just buy Dawn soap and Tide Pods. Literally, like, they go home blood on your to pants. get their parents to do their laundry for them. And I'm like... That's stressful. I honestly, You could pay someone. There's a dude at the marina that you pay him 10 bucks, he'll do your laundry for you. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. yeah. Do you have laundry on your... How do you do laundry? Oh, there's a laundry facilities that they oh, give you okay. like a special card for. Cool. Um, it's like two fifty for the machines. So mm -hmm. It's a little upcharged, mm. but they still they work pretty well. So I, I like them. I have a laundry in my unit, which is awesome. I was gonna say I haven't seen the laundry. Oh, it's sacked. Yeah. In that like one little weird mm -hmm. closet. It's thing. very confusing. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it is the worst. The dryer, the lint's never been cleaned, so you have to run like. You know, I, what? I don't know how to clean off the lint. You just there's no tray. Take your finger and clean no. it out. No. Oh, so there's no tray. The tray is missing. No tray. So there's just a big old fire hazard. Yeah. Why like that dryer is gonna catch fire. Why haven't you told me about this? I, I'm I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Great. I'll add it to the list of things I gotta do before I leave. DJ DJ literally has uh saved me yeah, from my own apartment. Sex table. Oh, I don't know if you want to talk about that. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we can. <laughs> I had sex on a table, yeah. and then it broke. And then I got to meet Sarah, the, the lady, the girl. Yeah, she's my pal nice. Sarah. Yeah, yeah. She's really cool. I was like, my table's broken. She was like, wow. I was like, I had sex on it. I thought it was hilarious. But I didn't even have like, like whoa. Like, no, it was, you just bought a poorly made, it's well, a poorly maintained vintage, poorly maintained, table yeah. That look. was already broken. Sure. And, and I leaned on it during had, an activity. Yeah, physical activity. Sure. And there was a tempo going, and, and it. it it broke. It broke, yeah. 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 Now it's rock solid. Honestly, I could have even more sex on it. <laughs> like, you could probably I could, like wrestle on yeah. it. 
I could just pile drive someone that right thing, on like that the table. Fortress. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. The Ace, I got. I made really good friends with the Ace Hardware guys over there because they were like not shocked. Well, they were just confused on why I was buying all these random things. Oh, I thought they were like they were confused because you're you're not white. <laughs> no, and then like I would go in, uh, like I would go in, buy some stuff, come mm. back, like to your place, fix the table. Wait, you're talking about St. Petersburg, Florida? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'd go into the Ace Hardware there, yeah. and then they're like, oh, what are you getting? I'm like, oh, I got to fix this table because my friend broke it. And they're like, oh, that sucks. I'm like, yeah. And they were about to close, too. It was like the hour in which they're about to close. And I went there four times because I went in. I'm like, this screw's not working. This glue isn't working. This stuff isn't working. <laughs> so it was a full-blown endeavor. Yeah, and it got to a point where I'm just like, do you want to come back and just look at <laughs> the, the table? table? <laughs> and like help me figure out what well, to get. Well, here's the thing. I don't know how we're going to get that table out of my apartment. Why? Did you take the legs off to get it in? Yeah. Oh, I can get it out. Okay, cool. I'm pretty sure you got to like do that weird, like you get really close to the wall. Yeah, that the do doors one on, of those. And then tuck mm-hmm. the legs in. Kind of Tetris you, yeah, moments. Yeah. yeah. But that, I'm sure uh, Ben can figure out. He's saying he's really great at Tetris now. No, Ben, because of his work at a mm-hmm. non-named big box department store. That no one will guess. That no one can guess. <laughs> Uh, is actually very good at, at loading things in a car, um, which is I find very funny. Ben jokes all the time that mm-hmm. he's stepdad material, but now that he's twenty seven, I'm like, oh no, like you're stepdad material. Yeah, I've oh, kind of realized that too. I'm like, I'm in the age where the stepdad does come into some people's lives. Yeah, where like the child's five years old. Mm-hmm. I'm twenty six. How do you feel about that? Is that like a terrified? Okay. <laughs> like I don't like children. Sure. But if a girl's nice enough, mm-hmm. I would have to like their child. Yeah, I think that's how a lot of people go through it. Is yeah. is like you obviously have developed some form of a bond with this person to yeah. have them one introduce them to your children and two like you have to be in that child's life. I feel like that's a very interesting dynamic. Yeah, and like if it ever came to the point, I would I would, you know, own it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, well, you wouldn't I'm own not, the child. There's yeah, no I mean, I, I would own up to the responsibility okay, of being a somewhat pseudo stepdad mm-hmm. slash boyfriend. I don't, I don't know. Step boy. It's a weird dad. Yeah, it's a weird dynamic. Cause yeah, even though they, because I feel like even though they say like, oh, well, they don't want you to be in the child's life until it's like serious or something. Mm-hmm. You still gotta like kind of ask about them and keep. It's not like they just don't exist until. Oh yeah, but that's start. very dependent on like the the parent themselves. Like I've had a lot of friends who their parents got divorced and then Mm -hmm. they were in a household where their mom and their dad were dating while they were growing up. And like, I would even meet some of these like boyfriends, girlfriends of Yeah. I just, it's like inevitable. But there was one, uh, a pal I had in middle school where her dad never ever mentioned they were going on dates. He always called Mm -hmm. them uh, work meetings. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, my dad has a work meeting tonight. I was like, what? I was like at 6.30 at night. She was like, yeah, you know. And then I was I was like, I don't feel like, what does he do for work? And she was like, oh. And like in real time, we both were like, oh, he's getting dicked down. <laughs> like it was like, oh, my God. Oh, man. So I think, you know, that's always, that's interesting. I uh, don't have kids and I don't want any. So hopefully yeah. I'll never have to. I think that's more of a trend these days is we don't, like people in our generation don't really want to have kids. Well, also like. You know, it's I think our generation is very mindful of the fact that to make anything is to destroy the world a little bit more. Yeah. So it's like. Well, that and then also like all this like mental uh, illness awareness. Too, yeah. Like, I have mental illness. How am I going to raise a child? Yes. Who also will probably have a mental illness mm-hmm. of some sort. Yeah. That stresses me out. Simone Biles uh, uh, dropped out because of mental stuff for the well, Olympics. Well, yeah, we were talking about that yesterday when we were mm-hmm. watching the Olympics. And I'm like, he, in a way that from what I remember her being lined up is like she went to like the Beijing Olympics or something. Mm-hmm. Got like really popular there because she was like a like the underdog. Like no one really thought anything of her. Sure. Then she goes to the next Olympics where there's that one person who's still really, really good who qualified before her, mm-hmm. and then she surpassed that person, I think, mm-hmm. from what I remember. And then now it's like, oh, she's going to be the greatest of all time. Well, she is. Yeah, but like you put they, that pressure. They had to like rewrite the rules of gymnastics for the first time in like 25 years. Because yeah. at every, because there are, the Olympics is not the only gymnastics competition. Like, no, 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 yeah, there's, and everything. yeah. There's, and there's in every bunch. single competition, she has obliterated, like, 
people have asked her not to compete because it is not fair for the other athletes. Well, that's just their fault. That's what I say. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so she's just too good at the sport you're supposed to be really good at? Like, yeah. fuck off, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's like Michael Phelps where he has, like, double-jointed elbows. And Wait, ha- really? Yeah, and he can, like, supposedly hold his breath, like, longer than re- any, like, average swimmer. Wow. Hmm. So I'm like... I like, I like knowing, like, I always... Obvi- I'm always intrigued to see what very successful people have yeah. naturally, yeah. you know, to make them very successful. Because yeah. I, growing up, I was always like, I would hate to hear about anyone who like did too well at something because I was mm-hmm. like, I'm nowhere close to that. Like, it's not an encouragement to well, me. Well, I would just say like, there's people who are just born for a certain thing and they figure it out. I was born to be funny. <laughs> And there's, well, I, was I, born I would for say, goofs. there's like us where like I'm naturally good at audio, but mm-hmm. I'm not making money <laughs> off of it. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. If, I think I, I have an intuitiveness to be funny, but I, yeah. as far as like, and I have a natural comfort on stage. Yeah. So that feeds into what I do really well. But mm. well, yeah. yeah, I guess I should actually update everyone on the pod on the. Oh on yeah. The key. I keep. We keep jumping around. Well, <laughs> we said no topic, and we're yeah, certainly doing yeah, that. Yeah, we're fl- floating. Uh, but yeah, pretty much I moved to Key West because I know the owners of this catamaran charter company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're allowing me to stay on a boat there while I figure out how to find some affordable housing in Key West. Which is impossible, apparently. It's absolutely impossible. The cheapest place I found is $3,000 a month. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a little stressful. So, I, like, I I don't get I get paid a lot, but it's like I maybe might be making three thousand dollars a month at this point. Um, so it's just very like stressful in that sense. But I'm applying ointment on my bug wounds while you're doing, and just in case. Yeah, the I know it's just like a really strange thing for you to do. Well, I'm I'm really really itchy, but I'm also trying to pay attention. Uh huh. So just keep keep going. <laughs> so random um but yeah so i'm having a lot of fun over there uh and making a lot of friends which is cool and i feel pretty like at peace Mm -hmm. i guess because before like the whole year of having what i think it was like 16 jobs yeah it was eight official on the w-2 taxes and i think i had another like four or five more at places that just like needed me to renovate their audio systems or something Mm -hmm. like that so well you were an audio engineer and uh, the main basis of your money and correct me if i'm wrong comes from live performance yeah large venues gatherings yeah Yeah. with live performances Mm -hmm. so it was like both of those got shut down immediately and I'm like, great, so I'm not going to get paid a lot because there's no venue that has more than 2,000 cap. Right. So. Well, and so many places <laughs> shut that. I mean, closed their doors forever. Over. Yeah, and it's crazy now that it's like sort of over slash making a comeback. I don't know. Well, who knows with this Delta, Delta bullshit. Thing. But. Yeah, um, is coming around. But it's cool to see the places that survived mm-hmm. and then the places that didn't, which is kind of sad for some parts. But Okay, the Iberian Rooster is back. Yeah, I told you it was going to be back. I am I told so, you like, I saw it in real time, and I literally could hear you, like, the ghost of Christmas past, be like, <laughs> Liberian rooster will return. Yeah, I told you. I was so, I'm so excited. I, I like, I'm tempted to go in and be like, hey, can I speak to the owner? And well, it'll to be the a owner new owner. And be like, hi, my name is Kai Saunders. I'm a stand-up comic, and this is a really amazing place to do comedy. Can I do comedy here with people? Can we do a mic, please? Yeah, I'm pretty Thank sure you. they're cool. I think I might know the owner. If you do, put me in contact. I'll because see, I'll see if I can still, It's my like, favorite it's like place to mic. One of those, like, a guy who knows a guy kind of things. Mm-hmm. But I th- I'm pretty sure I've, like, ran an event for the owner. Okay. That, has, that uh, I think owns her now. Well, if that's true, put see. me in contact. Because, like, I would... I would 1,000% yeah, run the mic there. I gotta talk there. to all my bouncer friends and they'll, they'll yeah. let me know. <laughs> Between lifts, you're like, hey, by the way. Well, they're, they're like they're like eyes on the street. I know. Well, yeah. they're on the actual street. And then they also, they used to call me for like conference, conference call. Really? And talk about the update when I started, when I moved away. Aww. <laughs> they were like, where are you at? I'm like, I'm in Key West. They're like, what's the bars like down there? I'm like, come down and see if you want to be a bouncer. Oh like, my gosh. I love that. Like hard. there's like a network of bouncers in the, the Florida yeah. area. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's funny. So you're down there, you're doing jet skis, you're living on a boat. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm a jet ski tour guide. Mm-hmm. Fastest in the West is what they're calling me right now. 
because um, I do them very quickly, apparently. <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, so I just think it's cool to chill at the sandbar. So oh, okay. I will be like, hey, if we go at this speed, we'll get to be able to do the sandbar for like 30 minutes. Right. And everyone's stoked about that. So then they fly down. We just go through this tour and I'm like telling them the quick like fast and dirty of like that's the fort this is this this is that because you are supposed to be tour guiding yeah but and it's also more of a personal tour too because usually if you go there you'll get like a 20 person jet ski tour oh and wow. it that's mostly just turns into you being stressed out if you've never ridden on a jet ski trying to keep it going at like 35 miles an hour on the water consistently yeah, yeah consistently and then not be left behind <laughs> In a place you've never been on a jet ski. On. Yeah. yeah. And then you got to like sh be stressed out about staying in a line because if you don't stay in the line, the Coast Guard will pull you over. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge thing because they don't want anyone to like go into a place they're not supposed to go to mm -hmm. or crash into a boat. Mostly is why they like. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. So like someone in the line stops, everyone else stops. You're not going to get hit by more likely to not get hit by a boat. Got it. Yeah. Unless a boat. Just crash. Yeah, unless the boat's not line. paying attention and just going like fifty knots. Yeah, flying through. But you'd have to really, as the person on a boat, be very bad at boating to have that happen. There's a lot of boaters out there. Yeah, a jet ski's hard to see on the water too. All you see mostly is the waves splashing. Mm -hmm. Even if it's like a bright colored one, you're like, is that a jet ski? Or yeah. Well, and they're so a dolphin small, really far away. <laughs> that's a fast ass dolphin. Yeah. Like whoa. No, that's Kanye West with Kim Kardashian in the back hitting <laughs> yeah. hitting a sandbar. Yeah, yeah. A sandbar. Uh, but yeah, so I like hanging out that little sandbar that we have. It's like a little local like hidden spot that I take them to. So they think it's cool, but I'm always like, you guys just want to sit in the water for 30 minutes so I can still get paid and not do this job really <laughs> at the same time. Truth comes out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, but then man. they like, you know, jet ski around a bit. Yeah, yeah. So if you if we go out, it's a ninety minute tour, which is a little longer than usual. Mm. For essentially, it's like twenty seven miles of like a track that we go through. Sure. And then at the end is the sandbar, but no one you can't really tell it's the sandbar. So it's not like we pass it and like oh we're past thirty minutes and everyone's like mm -hmm. looking at the sandbar like no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just more like oh I guess we're gonna go in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, so if we're if you so ever when go do you, out, how long do your tours actually last? Uh, it depends. So if there's not a tour, like because it's a day to day thing, mm -hmm. so it's not like oh we have like we'll have like one tour for the day. Sure. I'll be like, cool, we're gonna spend like two to three hours out there. Yeah, because the the price of gas has already been paid for for mm -hmm. the jet skis, so it doesn't matter if we do one tour or four tours. It's like. The my, the amount of gas we have isn't doesn't matter. Oh, fun. Yeah, so I just kind of like go out. And then until I'm bored or tired, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess we can come in. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. But All if right. it's a full day, it's a nine, it's an hour and a half tour. Then you got to be like. Yeah, it's pretty strict. You got to hit your spots. Yeah. And then if we're going slow, I take, I just cut like, be like, oh, we're not going to see that. We're not going to see that. <laughs> just cut the tour shorter <laughs> and shorter because they're going like 19 miles an hour. Yeah. It's so slow. I was a tour guide at college. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember because I, the way that it worked I went to Flagler College for one year, um, and so the first semester you have to be a volunteer, and it's basically to see if they can get free labor out of you. And then once you can, they're like, great, we can pay you for 10 hours of work a day, uh, a week. That's it. Oh. You can only do 10 hours because uh, stupid rules. And I was like, give me 15, please. I just want to afford a hippo popsicle with my <laughs> not-girlfriend-girlfriend. Please give me more hours. <laughs> yeah. And they never did. Um and so I was, I was like gun ho because I didn't know about the mm -hmm. ten hour thing. Like I, I, since I turned sixteen, I I've worked thirty hours a week. Like yeah, that's yeah. just how I am. And so um, I was really into it. First semester, second semester, I heard about the ten hour thing. Started doing less and less and less till it got to the point where I went, that is a building, and you can learn in it. <laughs> All right, I <laughs> just got like more yeah, watered I'd down. Be, I'd be doing that. Too. Well, and then about halfway through my second semester. Um, I was dropping out. Like I knew I wasn't going to oh, be there yeah, next year yeah. and everything. And uh, the same day that, because like, you had to give a notice and give them a reason why you're leaving and transferring mm -hmm. holding um, and being unenrolled. And so they give you a paper back, which yeah. is basically saying, thank you for coming to Flagler. You're out, <laughs> of, out, of, you're out of our school. Yeah, you don't go out. here anymore. Yeah. Like it's official. Like you're not going to get back in mm -hmm. once you get out. 
So I had that paper <laughs> in my pocket <laughs> as I was giving a tour for uh, the college. Yeah. And um, someone came up to me on the tours and they loved me because I was always very honest. Mm -hmm. So if people were like, is this a good thing for this? I would be like, no, not really. But there is, you know, I was good yeah. at spinning, but I was always forward. And they were like, I was giving this tour and about halfway through this guy was like, well, for you, like, do you know, because they had traditions all the time for graduating classes. They're mm -hmm. like, what are you going to do for your graduating class? And I was like, I'm transferring out of here. This is the last tour I'm giving for this school. <laughs> and they went, what? I'm like, yeah, I only lasted one year. It's incredibly common here. Um, <laughs> like my class, like, yeah. I think 60% of us dropped out our first year. Oh, yeah. Like it was an actual like economic problem for the college that they like just now sorted out. Oh, really? Wow. Mm -hmm. I wonder, so I keep, well, I guess the school I went to at Full Sail, mm -hmm. it's a 10% passing rate. Wow. Yeah. So 90% chance anyone who says they went to Full Sail, they didn't really graduate. <laughs> Why is that? Because it's so hard and so expensive. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was, I ran out of money. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just like, great. Uh, what do I do now? And I'm like, well, you can take out another loan. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Right. So. Um, yeah, but it just is like, it's a crazy, it's a good school. You definitely learn a lot. Yeah. Um, and you learn it very well. Mm -hmm. So much to the point where anyone from Full Sail is very cocky whenever they go and work someplace. Sure. So they'll be at the bottom of the totem pole, but think that they should be at the top. <laughs> and it's like the thing that I have to fight through whenever I say like, yeah, I went to Full Sail. I'm like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not that guy that's just going to show up and be like, I own the place now. I'm yeah. Like, more like just pay me money and I'll just do whatever you want me to do. Yeah. That's uh, FSU has one of the only undergrad film programs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like really like incredibly. It's like here, New York and California is, mm -hmm. is like the top three that people yeah. really go to. And yeah. I think Miami's kind of coming up. On it's it starting to, but yeah. it's always been like fifth. Yeah. Um, and so like, uh, but you're like, if you're, if you get through the film school, which it also had a very low mm -hmm. graduation rate, like you're getting a job in Atlanta, like you're going to get like yeah, a and that's, job. <laughs> that's just because of the connections though, mm -hmm. that the school has. Oh, yeah. It's not even really because of the talent that's most people graduate well, that's, have. That's the thing. So, so many of those film students go in so cocky, mm -hmm. but then they're just PAs. Like yeah. I still follow like three or four of them on Instagram and all of them are in their stupid shitty vest just yeah. in a trailer. In yeah, like just the, getting water yeah, for like. In the Atlanta heat getting yeah. paid like $13 an hour, but you're in film. Yeah. And so you, you're you doing your it. name on some sort of credit. Right. Line. It's <laughs> like, oh man. Yeah. Jeez, you really talked a big talk. Yeah, like <laughs> personal assistant for like Bruce Springsteen or something. Yeah, but that's like it's also just so part of that business. That's just how it yeah. works. Um Yeah, it's so stressful because that's like sort of what I want to get into is like mm -hmm. doing a master audio for a movie. Yeah. But it's just so confusing because a lot of it's just pure talent based. They're like, if you can do the job and do it well, you got the job. Sure. But to prove to them that you have the job, you have to do some sort of job before that. Comedy is very similar. Yeah, and I'm like, how am I supposed to get this sort of experience? What I really <laughs> like about comedy is at every comedy show, typically for like clips and whatnot, you mm -hmm. have a host, an opener, a feature, a headliner. And with each person, you see them have to, like, because every crowd starts cold. I don't care yeah. how good and how much they love you and whatever. Um, they're not actually ready to hear comedy until the end. Mm -hmm. And so you see everyone who has to just go through just crowd after crowd after crowd and do all this hard work, all this hard work. And then the headliner goes. And when I first started, I, I thought like, oh, that's so shitty. Like, yeah. like they get like the most time and they have the best spot and da da But it's because every headliner started as a host. Yeah, yeah. And every headliner started as a guest spot. And every headliner started as a feature. Yeah. And so you get to see almost this comedy evolution every fucking show to the point where you actually get to where you want to be. Um, and so like you have to have talent to do it, Yeah. but you also have to be like, I have a host set. I have a guest set. I have a feature set before mm -hmm. anyone will even think about making you a headliner. Well, that's cool though. It's mm -hmm. like a little like bait, like, like, oh, here's the baby comedian. Yeah. And there's like the full fledged like veteran guy. Well, and it's interesting cause there are certain comics that are like 
some of them are like the best hosts you could possibly have. Mm-hmm. And so they're getting gigs like constantly because they're incredible hosts and their host sets are good and they carry shows well. And yeah. It's a really difficult job and they it's thankless and they, they do it really amazing. And then there are some comics where like that's the feature you want. Like mm-hmm. that's the feature that will just make the crowd want the funniest thing they can hear. Yeah, it's they like just making are, a team on like the NFL. Yes. Like there's some people that are really good at this thing. Mm-hmm. So you want to put them there right. to make a good show, good environment. Exactly. So yeah. That I've always found that very, very interesting. Yeah, I think the one show you did at, uh, what was it, like Ella's Cafe or something? Oh, like yeah. That, that <laughs> was a really <laughs> funny one because it was like mm-hmm. that because one, it was like during COVID. Yeah, so. it was during COVID at a restaurant and no one <laughs> yeah. knew comedy was happening. But there was like the one guy that was like telling jokes but no one was paying attention to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you came on, everyone's like, oh, we're going to kind of pay attention. Sure. And then the the headliner, everyone's like, oh, we got to pay attention to this guy. He's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh yeah, it, that was that was the show that um, a friend of mine was hosting. Yeah, and people weren't paying attention. Yeah, and I thought he was a good host. He, he was, was a really great funny. host. Yeah. Oh, but it, I'll Maybe. I'll name drop him. David Wayne, yeah. funny guy, Maybe, love him to death. You know, he's a good looking guy. Maybe don't. Davy you know, Wavy is what, what I call him. Davy Wavy. Davy Wayne. Does he wave a lot? Or he has wavy hair. No, it's Davy Wayne. Oh, Wayne-y. okay, okay, Wayney. Yeah. So it's like the moon. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. But he was halfway through his set and he goes, please clap if you can hear me. And Everyone the entire clapped. restaurant clapped and oh, then went right I back to their so meal. Bad. And I felt bad too because it was just Josh and I that don't have very expressive faces. No, and you guys are stone cold. Sitting on a table that's just facing directly at the stage. It was right uncomfortable. in front of you guys. Like we're in like the, 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 the ta- like America's Got Talent or yeah, something. Yeah, like yeah. Waiting to just hit that X button. I did that show again actually. Uh, because the new host hosts it now. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it's better because, you know, COVID restrictions are Yeah, and easier. there's people that, like, want to be there kind for of. comedy. It's always difficult to do comedy not in a comedy club. I feel like it's difficult at a restaurant, especially. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, like, you know, you have the bars and then you have, like, a venue where mm-hmm. they kind of just are hanging out at. Mm-hmm. But then a restaurant, I'm like, people are kind of there to talk to each other. Yeah. And You're not really there to be with your friends. watch you do comedy or listen to comedy, you mm-hmm. know. So it's just, like, a weird... Dynamic. Dynamic for sure. Like I was like, how are you guys dealing with this? We we do. Yeah. We just do. And uh, But those are the kind of sets that make you so much better because oh, yeah. you kind of learn like what gets people's attention. Yeah. It's like a, like a really intense workout, you know, mm-hmm. um, that helps you later on in actual shows. But uh, yeah, we did it and no one was sitting in that middle table. It was like the outer crust. Oh. Is everyone and in a way it was better, but you're throwing jokes into an empty space, yeah, like a gauntlet of judgment. Well, and like the best place to tell a joke is in a quiet, um, low ceilinged, low like a light. Maybe I guess I don't. Maybe. I would say a comedy club. I would argue, but oh. <laughs> um, personally, or coffee, whatever. Um, so low ceiling, low lighting, very quiet. Sounds like a coffee shop to me. I will say comedy club, coffee shop. There are some similarities. There you go. <laughs> you go there to have uh, to have something to kind of perk you up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd but, sit there and listen to a guy just tell some witty wits. You know. Well, there's. I mean, that's why I love. I'm so uh, grateful to any anytime someone books me. I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy shit, thank you. Um, but I'm grateful to have done as many shows as I've done now in St. Pete because there are so many locations like that mm-hmm. where like they're not venues they're like coffee shops or breweries or whatnot but the people who come there always just have like a really good energy and they're always so supportive and kind and um bob holden runs awesome shows uh and a bob holden show is guaranteed to be a good show Mm -hmm. because like he always picks like a good spot and he always gets the word out so people know that comedy is going to happen so even though it's not in these like very traditional venues it is a comedy show. Like, yeah. It's so fun. Oh, I love Bob Holden in general. And then all of his shows are just like creaming the crap. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's I'm name cool. dropping left and right on this oh, yeah. calm and chill little so episode. Get them on the podcast. I, dude, who these people are. I'm having quite a bit of people. Well, Come out. We got a new preamp, so we got two extra. I know, man. I, uh, plug them on in. I want to. It's just difficult because... Uh, now all of my like comedy friends are getting booked every weekend. Which yeah, is, like, so they're just like, "Are you free on like, right. a Saturday?" Yeah. And they're like, uh, not really. Yeah, they're like, "I'm driving uh, <laughs> to my gig during that time," <laughs> or like some of them still work on weekends, and then uh, a lot of them are are recovering from their gig the night before because mm-hmm. 
comics love to drink. So oh, I, yeah. They got I the can't, hangover going yeah, on. Yeah, I can't invite a comic to be funny at 9 o'clock in the morning. Like, no fucking thank yeah. you. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this one thing every time in Key West, I'm like, I wish this was happening. And I wish there was, like, there's no stand-up there, like, mm. at all. In Key West? In Key West or any in the Keys. There's no, like, stand-up comedy See, event. I find that interesting because any tourist spot, there's a stand-up. Yeah, there's else. none, hmm. like, at all. Hmm. Uh, there's a lot of open mics, a lot of, like, hey, we're going to play this guy to play guitar for mm. three hours. Uh, <laughs> and I think it's cool. So a lot of the people sound good. It's like a miniature Nashville. So if you're trying to go find some decent, like, good singer-songwriters, it's there's a singer-songwriter festival that's four months long and they just bring in random singer songwriters so someone who like wrote a song for adele will come in and be like i don't know if you guys will know the song and then just start singing like the hello from the <laughs> other side <laughs> it's just why so, did why why do you think it's such a good spot for like a like a creative like well that? i think it's i think it has to do with jimmy buffett because sure. he has the original margaritaville that was a venue down there right, right and right. he's a singer songwriter yeah so a lot of people respect him come down there and mm. then it's also where people are like snowboarding to. Yeah. So people from Nashville, New York, you know, all those colder, quote unquote, colder places. Oh, they're cold, um, colder than Key West, DJ. Yes, colder than Key West. Yeah. Where it snows or, you know, gets below 80. <laughs> it was it was 77 degrees the other day and I was like, oh, got to grab a jacket. Yeah, it's been like <laughs> an average of 90 since oh. I've been there. And the feels like it's like, well, today's going to feel like 115. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> It's been a real hot summer. Yeah, that's yeah. why I got blonde in my beard now. <laughs> Dude, DJ, you're so freaking tan right so now. Many, I got weird highlights in my hair. I didn't even know this was like... Wait, really? Yeah, there's like blonde <laughs> hair in my beard. And I thought it was just like someone's random it's hair probably that got sun stuck bleached. in there. So I've been pulling at it and it's like stuck on my face. I'm like, oh my gosh. Wow. So it's really my hair. Yeah, it's weird. Damn. Um, but yeah, I don't know what started the whole singer-songwriter thing, but it's pretty big in Key West, so if anyone's looking for, like, a good place to vacation for music and go to, like, a bar and that's, that's your vibe, definitely go to Key West. Well, I definitely want to visit you down yeah. there for one weekend. Oh, yeah. Just to, like, enjoy Yeah, Key and then West. if you want, just figure out how to, like, get, get a gig a down there. Yeah, like, I would even say, like, recommend, like, getting, like, 10 or not, maybe not 10, but, like, five or six people mm -hmm. to do a show and you guys just, like, rent a boat out. And stay on a boat for like an Airbnb. Oh, there is the MTV Real World house Shut in the Key fuck West up. that you can rent out from no. 2006. No, 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 But no. it's like six grand a night because it's 25 bedrooms. Yeah, there's absolutely <laughs> no absolutely way huge. that any comic would pay any amount I of money. I drive past it on a jet skis almost every day uh. and I point at, out to it and everyone's like, was that really on the real? I'm like, yes, yeah, so it was that canceled halfway because of a hurricane. So Really? <laughs> yeah, but it's a legitimately a real world MTV house. Mm. I'm like, maybe they should come back. <laughs> I only know Key West in the lens of Ernest Hemingway. Oh my gosh. Apparently there's an Ernest Hemingway cosplay event that happens there. <laughs> so I got the lowdown of like all the events because I'm starting a new job there where mm. I work at uh, a couple venues. Which and, is great. Yeah, and like, which is really cool. Amazing. Because there's like, yeah, this guy used to play here, play guitar here. And I'm like, what? what the, why is this guy? Yeah. Why was he even in Key West? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, what's yeah. going on? But he was telling me all these random things where like, supposedly on Christmas, they shut down a portion of the airport because the airport's so small. Mm -hmm. And then they make it look like the North Pole for Santa and like all that stuff. Right? Okay. Then they put these kids in the airport mm -hmm. <laughs> and they put them in a different side of the the terminal mm -hmm. put them in an airplane drive just drive it not even fly it drive the airplane around mm -hmm. the airport for like 30 minutes so it seems like they flew to the north pole oh cute. and so they bring them back in and there's like snow and like a santa and actual real reindeer what? and he said also there's a mule for some reason and i'm like i don't think that's really appropriate for the north pole but <laughs> And he was just like, yeah, it's the craziest thing. And wow. I'm like, I would never have guessed what would have happened in Key West. But it's for all like the school kids at the elementary school because there's only one elementary school in, in Key West. Oh, my God. I kind of fucking love that. I know. I was like, I'm really hoping I get to like see that. Yeah. Because that Christmas? sounds so funny that to me. Sounds... It's like the most elaborate, nicest prank someone could ever yeah. pull on anyone. <laughs> like 
what are we going to do? We're going to take an airplane, drive it around. Yeah. <laughs> make it seem like we flew all the way to the North Pole. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That's brilliant. It's funny. But, yeah, everyone's super into Ernest. Well, not everyone is into Ernest Hemingway, but you see him a lot. Yes. I thought it was the most interesting man in the world. No, oh, You know, no. like the Dosegas yeah, commercial? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot they of Ernest Hemingway similar. influence in that. Yeah, so I'm like... Why is Dosegas like everywhere here? And then like I'm like, do you guys offer Dosegas? And they're like, no. And I'm like, who's this man? They offer you true blue American literature. TJ. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is Ernest Hemingway. And I'm like, I feel like I've heard that guy's name before, but I don't know. DJ explains Ernest Hemingway. Yeah, I don't even, I have no clue. Can you name me one is. Ernest Hemingway book? No. I don't know. Like literally, I don't know. A sun also rises. Is a great one. The sun also rises. The sun also rises. It's the about sun always rises. Also rises. Wait, is it about sun like like a, a boy? No, it's about a fisherman. Or is that the one about bulls? I do know the one which is a farewell to arms, which is literally Ernest Hemingway went to World War One when he oh. was like seventeen and he lied, mm -hmm. uh, and he had these like super shitty parents and his dad never talked to him and. Daddy issues, mommy issues, tying in. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, and then his mom was just like this really pretty lady that got knocked up and was bitter about it. And um, mm -hmm. very like Bojack's parents kind of story moment. And uh, oh, I wonder if they did that on purpose. A fair way to arms. Just a sounds farewell like a, to arms. It sounds like a person's autobiography for being losing their arms. And he's just writing a poem. It's actually, they were going to call Soul Surfer or Farewell to Arm, but they they changed it. They changed it. They were like, mm, ah. Farewell to A-Arm. Bro, that movie, Carrie Underwood's in it, and she's like this, like, I know they didn't do this on purpose, but also mm -hmm. maybe it's this just This is the one with the girl that's in Australia and gets bit by a shark, right? She's in Hawaii and gets oh, bit by a shark. Oh, okay. I just yeah. assumed Australia and shark attack. No, but. she's in Hawaii, and, and she's like a huge, like a 15-foot tiger shark, just like- came yep. in, mm -hmm. got I'll her arm. That. They were like, something's dangling. Yeah. She had some jewelry on her arm, and they just think that this tiger shark, um, also the way that it bit into her arm, it was missing teeth. Yeah. So, like, that's always interesting to me when I hear about shark attacks because nine times out of ten, it's, like, an animal that, like, it would never choose to, that as its food. Yeah. But it has no other way. Like, it was, like, that lion that killed, like, 40 humans in Uganda that one time. Yeah, yeah, Because it just, its it teeth just were was, fucked yeah, up it and it couldn't like, eat uh, anything else. Mm -hmm. um, Crazy. Yeah, very, very wild. A lot of people are afraid of sharks on the jet skis. Really? It's super annoying. It's very stupid. Well, I'm just, like, you're going, like, 30 miles an hour on a jet ski. It's super loud in the water. If you've ever, like... Because sometimes I'll get in the water and I'll go underwater while other jet ski tours are going around us. They're not close, sure. but they're still like, you know, you could see them. Yeah, the wake is happening. Yeah, well, you can hear it Yeah, underwater. <laughs> you can hear and it's like super loud for me. And I'm like, right. well, a shark living in this daily is not going to be like, oh, let me go hang out by the jet skis. No, but that's what's so fun about um, paddle boarders and kayakers. They're finding... Oh, those are silent. Well, that's the thing. So like mm -hmm. in California... There's this huge surplus of like, um, after iPhone made their iPhones waterproof, there mm -hmm. was like all these like paddle boaters and more people bring their phones out on the water. Oh, yeah. And so there was this huge influx of recordings of like great rights and everything. And, mm -hmm. and all these people were like, oh my gosh, it's like an epidemic. And the scientists were like, no, no it's, it's always, it's been, always there. been like that. Yeah. And we just weren't telling you because we knew <laughs> it would freak you out. And everyone was like, what? And they're like, yeah, actually, this is just part of it. Uh, this is pretty low and chill. Yeah, there's like a lot more. Well, because like everyone's paddle boarding now. Mm -hmm. And like same with like orcas and like, oh. Yeah, I don't trust orcas, man. Bro, Orcas there are, are these two, I don't know their names. If you look it up, um, there are these two orcas. They're gay lovers and oh. they bully the shit out of sharks. Yeah, they like they flip coast. them over and then just so take their livers out. So they're two notorious orcas. Mm -hmm. They're like they're like 20 years old. I mean, they, these orcas have been around on the coast forever mm -hmm. and they both have those like floppy dorsals. Yeah. And their floppy dorsals will form a heart, which is fun, but oh, it's not okay. fun because they fucking murder and rape these sharks. <laughs> and oh. so the sharks don't come in because these two orcas are just like smarter than the sharks. Mm -hmm. And they just like fuck around with these sharks and are super mean to them and like traumatize the sharks. Yeah, that's terrifying. Um, and it's messed up like some breeding habits. 
and stuff like the actual yeah. ecosystem's mm-hmm. getting fucked with because these two orcas are like, you Broken know what, sharks? sharks? Fuck you. Like <laughs> <sighs> orcas freak me out. I don't like orcas. I don't like I, them at all. Mm-mm. I'd rather deal with a shark than an orca. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, a shark is just like you know, it's kind of a dumb dog. Well, you can just punch it and it'll probably go away. Oh yeah. Well, or flip it Unless on its back. Unless if it's a reef shark, then there's probably seventeen of them around. And yeah. Take you out. They're just chilling. But nurse sharks are pretty cute. I feed them all the time at the marina. I love. They hang sharks. out and they're always like, "Is there sharks out there?" And I'm like, "No." So <laughs> there's like, a nurse as shark I'm like throwing food in the water. <laughs> <laughs> the shark a nurse shark it. won't eat you though no they don't actually so i looked it up because one of my friends was like freaking out like i don't know if i can come down there and because there's nurse sharks and other types of sharks and i'm like there's the, only the word nurse is in the name yeah like... i'm like it's gonna heal you it's not gonna yeah, hurt you. it's gonna but give you a flu shot i maybe. looked it up and there's 52 of all like 52 nurse shark attacks of all time none of them are fatal or lost a limb they're yeah, just, it's just like when people scarred. step on them. Yeah, you just get a cool scar. Yeah, it's from they said it's either when they're provoked, stepped on, or scared. Like just in a way of Yeah, so like whenever someone's just being a shithead. Yeah, like you jump in the water on top of a nurse shark, you're probably gonna get bit. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have hands. Yeah, but if you're like just cruising along and then you just see a nurse shark as you gently get in the water, it's yeah. probably gonna swim away. It's just, you know. Yeah, but they're cute. I love her. So are Tarpon. Tarpons are like my dogs now. Really? Yeah, I have one. I can't figure out a name for him yet, but I want to call him Jerry, but I feel like that's a weird name. I don't know, man. Trust and be yourself. I think Jerry's a good name. I'm feeling like Jerry because I'm just like, I don't know what else to call him, but. What's the deal with airports? (laughs) He hangs out at the boat and just like circles it when I'm sleeping. I wake up, he's there, and then I leave and he like goes away. I ride the jet skis. He's like plopping up in the water and being like, oh, wait, hey, so what's he's up? like full blown your friend. Yeah, he's like full on like following me. You're having like a little mermaid moment. You yeah, go to Key yeah. West and now you have a and, like, fish I'll, friend. Yeah, and I'm like swimming. I'm not swimming, but like sometimes I got to repair the jet skis in the water. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be doing that and I feel something like bump up against me. And I'm like, what it's the Jerry. Heck is that? And then like the he'll like jump out of the water. How and big is this fish? It. It's about like six to eight feet long. <sighs> it feels like a shark. <laughs> what kind yeah. of fish is this? A tarpon. What's a tarpon? Oh, it, it looks like a dinosaur. Like imagine an alligator, but in fish form. <laughs> I'm gonna look up a tarpon. But it has really tiny, uh, tiny mouth, so it doesn't really eat humans or like will bite you. The last thing I googled is how heavy is a pelican. <laughs> <laughs> how heavy a pelican gotta be? How heavy a hell? Pel- oh my god, DJ, this is like a huge ass fish. Yeah, I think they get bigger. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, they are a trophy yeah, it's fish. a trophy fish for sure, but they're not like okay. This is like classic they're, ass. They're pretty dumb. Like any kind of fish that you can imagine, that's what a tarpon looks like. No, I wouldn't say that. I think he's a classic fish looking guy. They're huge. They're gigantic. Yes, and they have really big scales too. So they're not like a classic fish where you know, like their skin's really smooth and stuff. They have really rough, bumpy skin. This is wild that you have just a tarpon friend. Yeah, DJ, this is like a huge ass fish. Yeah, it's really big, <laughs> but he's really cool. I think you should name him Jerry. I feed him uh, spaghetti squash tortellini. Yeah, no wonder he loves you. <laughs> yeah, look, is that yeah, is yeah, that yeah. Jerry? That's not Jerry. Jerry hasn't gotten caught. Oh, that's fucking right. Oh man, what if someone catches Jerry? They keep trying. <laughs> I keep, way. I'm like, you don't want to do that. There's a little kid who lives on the, at the marina too. He's like, I'm going to catch him. And I'm like, I wouldn't do that, man. He's going to pull you in the water. <laughs> wait, what? He's going to try to wait. It's a little kid, like a little like eight year old kid that lives on one of the mega yachts that are in there in the marina. Mm-hmm. And you're not supposed to fish in the marina, but like I'm, I'm not a stickler for the rules. So I just let him do whatever he wants. And he'll throw a bait in there and try and catch him. And I'll catch the smaller ones, and he's like, oh, okay, I reeled it in. It's great. But those are, like, the four to, like, three-foot ones. And mm-hmm. I'm like, he's trying to go for, like, the eight-foot one. <laughs> I love that you're just, in the water fixing a jet ski, and Jerry's like, what up, man? And, like, fist yeah, he bumps like, you with his face. Yeah, he, like, and like, slaps the water super loud. So oh, it feels like gosh. a shark just, like, came up and, like, chomped something. Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? Right. When did this happen? Like, how? Since I got there. Like, the first day. <laughs> I get there and I'm like, oh, that's a really big fish. I should probably stay away from that. Right. And then they're like, you're going to have to get in the water. And I'm like, 
with that thing in there? Right. <laughs> and now you've become yeah, like and then little at nighttime, mermaid I'm friends. Like, oh, hey, he's right here hanging out. Cool. And now you're feeding him? Yeah. Yeah. And like th- people think I'm crazy because they don't think I can tell. But he has like green on top of him because he has algae. I think he's, he's been in the marina for a while. So he has like algae on How him. old can a tarpon be? I don't know. I'm going to Probably pretty long. Pretty old. Pretty long? Pretty long. <laughs> I'm going to see how old. Tarpon age? Question mark. Tarpon age. Oh, and then I also get tipped fish at the marina. Yes, you I do. I guess we should talk about that too. Well, not really. It's more just like so. A uh, uh, tarpon are slow growing fish and do not obtain sexual maturity until reaching six to seven years old. Male tarpon can have can live to over thirty years old. How big can they get? Am I, is, am I dealing with a baby Jerry right now? Um, no, that's, that's about full size. Oh, oh, yeah. all right. Oh, Jerry's a girl. Jerry's a girl. And most likely 355 pounds. Yeah, it's 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 huge. But how do you how do you know that Jerry's a girl, because Josh? The females, are bigger. females are bigger. Well, then it's we got to find a new name. Uh, Jerry, we'll we'll put it in the you know what? When this episode comes out, we will ask yeah, people, people. People seriously. You can name. Uh, yeah, you can name a tarpon. DJ's I'll send tarpon. you a picture of it. I'll give updates. Yeah, please do. On seriously. This, we need. We name this tarpon. What, what the hell is DJ doing in Key West? Yeah. It's a whole segment on the Instagram now. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to get a GoPro on the jet ski in a, in a, in a cinematic way. So right. that way they can see the, the tarpon. And so I'm not just like, you know, saying shit about it following me. Huh? Well, they're getting caught. Wait, so she's just fucking, and then, like, instead of her being like, all right, Yo. lead them out the door, they're just dying. Jerry's a slut. I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm loving it. Let me get little Jerry's around. <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, that, that beautiful, beautiful little slut. Oh, she's working it, man. Wow. Good for Jerry. Oh, yeah. I guess, like, We'll call her Jerry. That'll be for like, now. you know, the name place. For now. For now. Yeah, but yeah. please, we'll put it on the Instagram. Make sure to follow it. Yeah. What should we name this fish it's that a follows DJ? Fish. Well, DJ, we did it. We did do it. We did it by ourselves. It was calm. It was yeah. chill. We explored. Yeah, we did. I guess we'll call this, please help us name this fish. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of this fish? What's name a fish or fish naming contest. Yeah, there you go. Or whatnot. Um, once again, that has been another episode of We've Got Nothing. Make sure to follow us on the Instagram to name this fish at We've Got Nothing Podcast. Uh, you can follow me at Kai Saunders underscore on Instagram for upcoming comedy events and dates. We ain't got clout. No diamond rings, no trout, no silent streams, but we've got lots of things to say, cause we've got nothing.